Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Winchester Radio. Um, tonight, uh, we have we not only have another very special guest, um, but later on, we will be discussing uh, the episode that aired last night. Season 7, Time for a Wedding. Uh, first, since we do have a guest, uh, the wonderful Mr. Rick Worthy, who we will get to in just a couple of seconds. I just want to say, um, while he's on, we will not take uh, guest call-ins. Uh, thank you for listening live. If you are, wherever you are in the world, uh, rumor has it, we've got some people where it's 1 a.m. and we're going to say hi to them in just a second. Uh, you can uh, <laughs> you can uh, listen to us live. You can download us uh, later on on uh, Blog Talk Radio Media Boulevard. Uh, you can go to WinchesterBros.com and click on the Winchester Radio icon. Uh, you can we are on Facebook Winchester Bros and uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, and you can download us in iTunes. Um, we are everywhere. Uh, so uh, thank you so much, Rick, for being on our show tonight. Welcome to Winchester Radio. We're oh my God! To thank, you. thank you so much for having me. I, I am first of all. Let me just say I'm flattered and honored that uh, uh, you uh, came up to me and uh, asked me if I could, you know, be a guest on your show. So thank you. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um, I'm sure everybody listening knows, but just. Say it one more time. You were the awesome Alpha Vamp <laughs> on Supernatural in six seasons. Oh man, I, <laughs> I, I was the so Vamp. Yes, fun. it was. It, it was. You know what? It was one. Of, it was one of those roles that come up every blue moon. That like, if 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 you get if you can get a chance to do it, you have to do it. And um, I remember that week, man, my um, my agent uh, had sent me out on probably five or six different appointments with different TV shows and different, different, uh, you know, different types of shows like cop shows and medical shows and all, all those things. And, and um, I think it, I think the supernatural came up at the very end. And I read the material and I said, I I've, I've got to be the guy to play this vampire. I, I just have to. And um, I I I auditioned for Supernatural probably five or six times, and they they just kept saying, you know, we love you, but we love you, but. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I actually had read for um I had actually read for uh, the role of Crowley, um, and uh, my old buddy from Battlestar Galactica, Mark Shepard, um, was offered the role, and I was you know it was great because Mark's fat, he's a fabulous actor, he's a wonderful guy, but I really you know I really wanted I was really hurt that I I didn't get selected. And um, but then the, the alpha vamp came up about a year or two years later, and I said, "This is the role that you know was was for me." You know. Mhm. Yeah, I I can't imagine any, anyone else. And you got to play him in two episodes. And as far as we know, the alpha vamp is still out there. Right? And it is supernatural. You can. Are you guys there? We lose you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like I've gone, I think I've lost you for just a minute there. Yeah. Hello. Hello. We are here. Yeah. Can, can, can you guys hear me? I think we lost you when you were asking your question, Clarity. 
Yeah, I think I, I didn't. I think I missed the question. Oh, um, I, I, actually, I was just commenting that the Alpha Vamp was in two episodes, and right. there's a very good chance I could see you again. I think. Uh, <laughs> um, you, made I, it. you know what? I, and I'll, I, I hope that there. I, I mean, my understanding is that um, that that is going to happen. Um, I don't. I can't give because I think there are a few people who have been like really wanting to know when is that going to happen. And I I can't say exactly when that's going to happen. Um, I I do know they've been thinking about uh, are trying to figure out a way to bring back the Alpha Vamp, and I'm hoping they do it relatively soon because there's a good chance I could end up on another show and I won't be you know available. So make it happen soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that I boy, we'd love to have yeah. you back on. Of course, you know work is work is work, and I'm glad for the other job, but we'd miss seeing you again. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's kind of out, it's it's like one of those things like you know it, it's out of my hands. I, I wish I, I wish I did have more um, power when it came to um, making some you know those kinds of producer decisions. But um, in this case, I I don't. You know, I, I basically have to kind of continue on and go about you know paying the rent and the, the car note and taking care of the dog and taking care of me and taking my girlfriend out and you know all those <laughs> all those things that you know have to you have to go about living your life. You know what I mean? So. Um, but uh, I, I very much miss playing the Alpha Vamp. Uh, I, 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 I madly um, fell in love with the character, and I, I wanted to uh, want to re- definitely return and, and explore him. There's so much more. I mean, if you guys have just seen really kind of the tip of the iceberg in terms of who he is, and there's so much more that, that you haven't seen and, and that I know about. And uh, you know, I'm ready to, to present it. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, mm-hmm. you know. Sarah, Sarah Gamble, if you're out there listening, I please, please send me back. <laughs> Bring me back, please. <laughs> Did you get that background on him? Did you sort of make up some background, like for yourself as you were working, or did they give you the story of the alphabet? Um, they, I basically, they gave me the scripts and the the the, the first script, and then also the second one, and um, they came up and. Um, uh, there's a there's the bit with the, the little girls and the dream sequence that uh, that that, uh, that Dean has and um, I I I took a lot of it. Um, I read the script. They didn't really give me a background for him, um, and I basically um, pulled out my pen and paper and and, and just got busy writing um, a very very detailed, um, um, fairly lengthy backstory for him. Um, there's 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 a lot that happened has happened to him that makes him the way he is and, and someone had mentioned you know why how is he so cool and calm and that there's that's a great question because there's a reason why he is very cool and calm and why he's very reserved and the way he sits and stands a certain way and um, I can tell you that um, uh, that he does come from a royal lineage like a royal bloodline um, and is 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 regal and and and, and is and is very his very presence is regal, um, and and that is in addition to being a vampire. So, um, without going into too much detail, um, uh, he uh, he comes from a royal line of of uh, that, that goes back for you know as long as you can possibly imagine. Very interesting. Yeah. And so, if he well, when he returns, um, were you looking to? Would you rather explore him remaining a foe to the Winchesters or working with them? 
you know, that's a, that's a that's a that's a great question. Um, I um, would like to. I think it would be really interesting um, if if he worked in alliance with the Winchesters, but I, I, I wanted to. I, I would like to. You know, if that happens, I'd like to play it with the possibility that maybe he'll turn on them at some point. <laughs> you know, like you can't quite trust him, but you can trust them just enough to, to, to maybe, you know, to, to where he can ally, uh, be, be an ally you know, with them. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, he is a vampire. <laughs> so, you know, and, and not only that, he's, a, he's, you know, he is the alpha. He's the very first of his, of his kind and most powerful of his kind. So um, uh, I think that, Kind of playing with that gray area of his character, I think, would make him really um, threatening and, and uh, unpredictable. Um, and that's that's how I would, that's how I would would definitely would 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 play him that way. And as far as the the genre, like the sci-fi, the fantasy, the supernatural kind of things, um, do you enjoy that genre yourself? I do, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny that um, um, as, uh, maybe almost 20 years ago, before I came to LA, I always thought that I was going to be. I always thought that I wanted to be on a cop show, you know, like NYPD Blue, or uh, uh, before that Hill Street Blues, you know, that, that, like one of those kinds of one-hour great cop shows. And um, and I've done those shows before, um, but the, the the majority of my work has been within the the genres of of, of, of science fiction and fantasy. Um, even when I did the Magnificent Seven, um, you can you can you can you can put that in the category of of, of it's a period piece, but it's also a fantasy piece. And um, I I what I thought was so awesome about you know being a regular on on the Magnificent Seven was that it, it was not a cop show. It was a show that 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 was about cowboys in the in the old west, and and it was a completely different world than that I knew personally. Um, and and it it was fun, you know, to kind of play in that world. The same thing happened when I started doing a lot of Star Trek, and then eventually Battlestar Galactica, and then Fallen. I was actually booking all these different kind of sci-fi fantasy, you know, jobs and these roles in, in series and and, and uh, even films. And and I I think the message that, that I was that was coming through was that that's the stuff that I'm really attracted to anyway, you know. So that that's that's probably why my career has been so much in that direction. And, and it totally makes sense because if you look at my DVD collection or what I, what I watch and, you know, it's, you know, it's so much of it is sci-fi and fantasy. <laughs> so, you know, and there's some really, really solid stuff in there as well. You know, like um, I, I happen to love, um, uh, I happen to love a great uh, cop show. I love a great uh, gangster film uh, who doesn't love the Godfather, you know? So, but I, I love uh, uh, uh Stuff that uh, is is in that sci-fi and fantasy category, and, and um, if I'm going to go spend money at the movies, um, it'll most likely be on something you know that's science fiction or fantasy. Hmm. Had you seen Supernatural before you were cast? Yeah, I had seen it. Yeah, I had seen it. Um, I I had actually worked with Jared and Jensen before Supernatural. I, I, I worked with, it's so funny, I, like, I, I know I'm getting older now because I, I, <laughs> I look back on the stuff that I've done and it's like, I've, I've worked with these guys before. It's just, you know, I had to reconnect the dots. I worked with Jensen on Dark Angel mm-hmm. um, almost 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, he was much younger. I was younger. and um, uh, But I, I, I totally remember him. We didn't really have, like, I think we had maybe one or two scenes together. 
Um, I did the last episode where James Cameron came in to direct. He was producing the show, but he came in to direct the last episode, and it turned out to be like a a three-and-a-half-week shoot. And um, uh, it was a fantastic experience uh, to work with James, and and, and, uh, uh, I totally love you know, totally love his work. So, um, and then I worked with, uh, I worked with, uh, let's say I worked with, I worked with Jared on a pilot that, that no one ever saw. It was an NBC pilot. Um, and it was about Chicago medical examiner who hooks, who links up with this, uh, Chicago detective and they investigate homicides in Chicago. And I was, I was, I was one of the Chicago medical examiners, uh, one of the members of her team. It was like, it was really cool to see pilot but unfortunately NBC didn't see it that way and um Jared was like a 16 year old kid in the pilot and you know that was god I think it was maybe 12 years ago so now he's what 28 29 years old so you know like he's he's six foot five and <laughs> 225 pounds <laughs> you know so it's like I I look and he's married and has family it's like I look on I look back on it now it's like wow man time is really kind of passing by you know and and I'm, I'm really happy for them because I think there's Super, super nice guys, you know. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I knew you had been on Dark Angel. I, I recognized you. Yeah, I was, I, I was I the detective. Yeah. yeah, I was the detective uh, in that last, uh, that last cliffhanger kind of episode that they did, and and um, uh, it, uh, it 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 was it was cool, you know, you know, to, to to be working on Dark Angel. Um, uh, I, I thought the series definitely could have gone longer than it had, but uh, I guess. Fox decided to, you know, pull it off the air. But uh, is it is it okay if I can say hello to just a few folks who I know are listening right now? Is that, sure, is that cool? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, right on. Thank you so much. I I just want to just say a couple of, take a couple of minutes to say some say hello and a couple of shout outs to some really really cool folks. And um, I know you guys are listening. I love you guys, and I want to say hi to Jamie and Amanda, my official. I've dubbed them my official. Twitter PR reps. <laughs> because they have they have like they are so cool. Uh Jamie Rose and Amanda at least. Uh they have um uh taken the power of Twitter and, and used it um for me and I'm I'm just immensely touched by it. They have uh, notified creation about me and um the conventions that I booked, this last one in Chicago and the one in New Jersey, it's all because of people have been requesting me. I don't have an agent that books me into the convention. So um I had one and unfortunately things weren't working out. So I'm kind of on my own here. So the people have become my agent, <laughs> and, um, uh-huh. starting with uh, with Jamie and Amanda, and uh, also Kiara, um, who um, is, is a lovely young lady who um, sent a lot of tweets and emails to Creation on, on my behalf, and and uh, uh, that got me to the New Jersey con this year, and that that was the beginning of it, of the whole thing. So thank you, ladies. I love you guys. Hello to um, to Judy and Mary. Hello to Kay. I know Kay's going to probably be calling in in a minute, but hi to Kay of Kay's Roadhouse. Hello, Cruz. I want to say a very happy birthday to Joanne. She's in Michigan. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I want to say hi to have happy birthday to Joanne. Today's her birthday. To JoJo, happy birthday. To her girl, Jessica, her best friend, uh, hello to you as well, sweetie. Hello to Crystal. Jenna Lucas and Nightmare of uh, Black Sky Radio. I don't know if you guys are listening, but uh, if you notice, I haven't said any four-letter words yet. And I... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm censoring myself, and um, you know what? It's actually, it feels pretty good. I'm, I'm staying away from the profanity tonight. Um, there's a bunch of people sitting in a pub right now in Prague, Czech Republic, and I want to say hello to them. Hello to Alice, Lucas, Envy, Sylvie, Aliska, Andrea, also known as Padme, Dagmar, Michaela, 
Grandfather Traki, Vaslav Gargamel. A big shout to uh, the members of the Royal Manticore Navy. That's Stanislav, Katka, and Evo. I miss you guys. want to have a drink with all you guys. Veronica and Angie, hello. Um, and in Budapest, we have Chila, June, Matias, Nico, and Adam. Leela, a brilliant young actress who I'm hoping to see soon in Los Angeles, and Agnes, and Agnes's brother, whose name I forget, forgive me, you guys. And Envy, um, uh, uh, my special friend Envy, she runs and owns an awesome, if you're ever in Prague, go to this place called, it's a collector shop called Fanbase. Uh, it's in Prague, and it's owned and operated by Envy uh, and her brilliant team, and they uh, are, have a, this really cool collector shop of everything, like Harry Potter, Supernatural, Battlestar Galactica. They got stuff there that I haven't seen anywhere else. And I, they invited me to come to Prague last summer with David Nichol from Stargate for this 10, 12-day festival called Festival Fantasy. And I had so much fun um, and, and made some really awesome friends. And, I, in fact, I had so much fun that on my 44th birthday this year, in March, I went back there and partied with those guys for a couple more days, and they threw this last-minute surprise birthday party on me that totally blew my mind. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I just wanted to say hi, you guys. They actually, Envy actually designed this Battlestar Galactica cake, um, and I'd never seen anything like this. And, and on the front of it, it said, Happy Fracking Birthday, Rick. And it was in the <laughs> Battlestar Galactica lo lo logo and the colors and everything. And I, I was so shocked. I almost started crying. It was just, like, amazing, man. So um, I love you guys, and please have a drink for me. And next time I see you, we will be uh, hitting the uh, pub as soon as we possibly can. <laughs> that cake sounds awesome. Oh, the, the cake. Was, the, the cake. I, you know what's so funny is that I had a Facebook um, – I did have a Facebook page. I don't have one now. There is apparently someone who's posing as me, but it's not me. Um, uh, I did have a Facebook page um, about a year ago, and um, I did post the photograph of the, of the BSG cake on my page, and I got so many hits from different people saying that is like the best cake ever. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was so, it was so amazing that I was just like, I, 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 I I'm, I'm blown. I was totally blown away by it, you know. Um, and I, it was, it looked so cool that I didn't even want to eat it. Like I just wanted, I just wanted to take a picture of it, you know. But um, we, Envy said, no, go ahead and go ahead and eat it. <laughs> Please eat it. So we <laughs> ate it, and it was actually really delicious, you know. So I think the next thing I want to see is like a really cool supernatural cake, you know, with the alpha vamp or something on the front. That would be sweet. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it can be done. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. You know, I mean, I got the big four or five coming up in March, so um, uh, I don't know where I will be at the, on that day, but uh, I, hopefully, at some really, hopefully, somewhere having some fun. You know, so we'll we will see. You should have a red velvet cake. Red velvet. <laughs> you just mentioned my like favorite two words when it comes to cakes. <laughs> red velvet, red velvet cupcakes. I actually had red velvet today. I sent a, a, a photograph of these two little red velvet cookies that I bought at uh, this uh, at Fratelli's Cafe. Good. Did you see it? Oh my God! Yeah. Heaven, hey. heaven, 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 heaven. Um, and that, my friend Judy, uh, she told me that she had some red velvet wine last night. And I, I, I saw a commercial for that. You did really? Wow. It's a brand of wine called Cupcake. It's the brand name of the yeah. wine. Yeah, that's what she. Yeah, that she said it was like a. It, she said it tasted really delicious, and I, I actually had never heard of it, but I've got to try this. I've got to try this wine. I've had their Chardonnay, the cupcake brand Chardonnay, and it was good. 
so, but I just talked a few days ago for the Red Velvet, and they do have vodka, too. You have a Red Velvet, uh, cupcake vodka. Oh, my God. Oh, worth oh, looking into. God. Oh, wow. man, I, I, I've got to get some of that. I've got to try some of that. Wow, Red Velvet Vodka, that'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just recently it talked to someone who yummy. tried some, she tried some, uh, God, what was it, some kind of cupcake-flavored vodka or, or or like a, no, no, it was birthday cake-flavored vodka. Um, I, I, I'm i not really a vodka person, but um, I guess there's, you can probably get just about anything these days, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it was fun to say hello to everybody around the world. I'm sure they're all getting a, a kick out of it. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. They, they I know that, uh, um, that, you know, sometimes you do you do an interview or you do, um, especially if it's a live one like this one, um, which I prefer. Um, like, I've only maybe done probably less than a dozen or so live interviews over the years, and, and I've done a lot of interviews where people have written questions by email or they, you know, they, they contact my agent and then I, I, you know, I get back to them over a certain amount of, you know, days or whatever. But I prefer to just do it live, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that sounds like it's, it seems like it's more fun. But when you do something live, you almost always forget somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man. And then, like, you either run into that person the next day at a party or, you know, you, you, you run into them at an airport. Hey, how come you didn't say hi to me? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like being on the Oscars and forgetting to thank your wife. Yeah, exactly. It's that exactly. It's that whole like if that if that pressure. That's why that's why it's smart to write down. You know, if that day ever comes, you know, it would be amazing for anyone to to you know be standing at the podium for an Oscar or an Emmy, um, mm-hmm. or you know, Grammy or a Tony or a Tony Award or something. But um, it it. it I would if that moment ever comes for me, believe me, I will have I will have my list ready. <laughs> because the worst thing to do is to go through the whole list and to realize you've forgotten your mom or like your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, how could I miss that? You know, so there's there's a lot of people that are in your life that's that believe in you and support you and you know, you want to make sure that they that they know that, you know. So mm-hmm. okay. Have a Twitter question. Uh, people just wondering, um, do they really like the thought of your voice? Have you ever thought about narrating for audiobooks? Have I ever thought about narrating for like for audiobooks? Yeah, because you've done some voiceover work, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I have. Uh, I have never. I've never narrated for, for audiobooks. I would love to do it. Um, uh, I have narrated. Um, I've done a lot of voiceover uh, work. You, you, you are right. I've done a lot of voiceover work for McDonald's and uh, different products, and uh, California Highway Patrol. Um, you know, just say no to, to you know to drunk driving <laughs> campaigns. And um, <laughs> I've said, uh, or I've done a couple of X Men video games, and and um, uh, I, uh, I get a kick out of it. I, I was actually doing. Um, I was doing a couple. Um, uh, I'm producing a, uh, a, a, a an animated uh, film, and uh, we were busy yesterday in the recording studio. 
we've been editing for weeks, and we and it's all coming together, finally coming together, and it's looking so awesome. And we went into the studio yesterday um, and 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 laid down the voice over for the characters, and I'm playing one of the characters, and it's really cool because. You know, you don't have to go to makeup and hair, and you know, you you don't have to put on a wardrobe. You just, I mean, you have to put on clothes, but you, you go to the studio. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, or you don't have, you know, or maybe not, no clothes, but um, you, you, you know. Are you all friends? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's very friendly. Everyone's very friendly, and uh, we, we you know, we laid down the voices, and it, it's it's a it's a cool gig, you know. Um, it's 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 not a, not every actor likes to do it because it, you're in the, you know, as you ladies know, you work in the recording industry. I mean, it's like you, 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 you are in a room and there's the mic and, you know, there's, there's the engineer and, you know, you, 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 you sometimes you're in there for hours, you know? So if you're not comfortable with, you know, with that, then, you know, it, it, that may not be the gig for you, but I happen to like it. You know, I think it's a cool, very cool uh, place to work. And, and, um, uh, some of the coolest people I've met have been, you know, in recording stages and, you know, engineers and other people who, you know, like you guys, radio hosts. Um, it's, it's something about about it that's appealing to me, and, and I very much enjoy going into the booth and reading copy and, you know, be it for Toothpaste or uh, United Negro College Fund or, uh, you know, whatever the, whatever, whatever the thing is. I, I just I think it's, 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 it's a lot of fun and it's rewarding. Um, the, the thing is, is that sometimes, like, you know, you'll be – like they'll be looking for two or three guys to read and then they'll bring in me. Um, and then I, I remember going in one time they brought in me and then they brought in Ed Asner, otherwise known as Lou Grant. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then like two or three other, there was a, a wonderful, um, actor named Brock Peters who, um, passed away a few years ago. Um, and you know, it was a Hollywood legend and they brought in Brock and, and it was like, you know, I'll give a good read, but they're probably going to go with one of those guys, and that's what happened. You know, so um, sometimes you just lose out because they, you know, they have a star, you know, name that they already has have in mind. You know, so um, but when you can get it, yeah, it's, it's a great game. Do you find it a little bit difficult to when you're doing just the voice work and you're in the booth? Do you find it difficult to find your motivation because there's no one to play off of? Yeah, I mean that is that is definitely the the, the key. Like yesterday, you know, our story um, is uh, the story I'm producing is um, uh, this this uh, animated project um, is 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 an alien abduction story, and um, uh, I'm doing the voice of the alien uh, leader who basically, you know, abducts this, this person off, off the planet, off the planet Earth. And I know the story well because I've been living with it in my head for three years, if not longer. So um, uh, the actress who came in to um, read the, the, the lead female who's abducted, um, she knows the story as well. Uh, but um, it, 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 like when you, it, it was, a, she, she was, a, she was a little, she had a little difficulty in the beginning only because, um, we're trying to you're trying to explain what's happening and visually you know in terms of what what's going on with the character and it's different when you're on a set because you have people to act, you know to react off of and you're you, you know like a, like doing a magnificent seven or a supernatural you know there are other actors in the room there's set pieces there's a chair there's a horse or whatever the situation is and you just kind of naturally respond to the environment around you you know but when you're in the recording 
soundstage, you know, you have to kind of visualize it in your mind what's going on. And that can be a little tricky. I'm sure you guys know that it's not it's not very easy to do. So I can understand how some people just, like, they just prefer to stay away from the recording booth, you know, because you, you're trying to create the, the, the movie in your mind and then make it sound as honest as possible. And that's that's very, very challenging. And kind of playing off of that, um, you've done TV, you've done movies, you've done, you know, so much. Which format do you prefer? Or are they just different for you as far as TV versus movies? Honestly, I prefer TV. Um, I have, oh, you know what, let me quickly say hi to Dewey. Hi, Dewey. Dewey's listening. She's in New York. She's, I just, I'm, I have my iPad up, and she's, she, just sent me, she just sent a message saying she is listening to the Alpha Vamp from Supernatural on Winchester Radio and, fi- and fixing the fixing her toilet tank at the same time. Fun. Oh, awesome. <laughs> multitask. multitask. <laughs> yes, you multitasking. <laughs> okay, Dewey, I hope I hope everything works out uh, with that toilet yeah. tank. Um, if I was there in New York, I'd help you, but uh, I'm 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 three thousand miles away. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Dewey. Good luck with the plumbing. <laughs> yeah, good luck with the plumbing. <laughs> um, I, I prefer, to get back to your question. Honestly, I prefer TV. I thought that I would prefer film, um, but there's something about the pacing of TV and. Um, the the uh, the people that you develop a relationship with over you know in, in for example in the case of Supernatural you go to set you go to, you visit the set of Supernatural these guys have, they've all been working together for for years and they relate to each other in a way that's so so comfortable you know like it's like they're no I, I remember in fact I remember um, I remember uh, uh, Jared and Jensen telling me that oh man like like we're family here. Like there, you know, we have no. There's no room for egos on this, on this, on this, on this set. You know, and and that is amazing. I've been on so many other shows where there was tension. You know, if not from the actors, and you know, the, you know, someone from the from the crew didn't like someone else, and you know, you know that 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 can that can affect you. You know, and it can it can affect your performance and your work. And I was the set on Supernatural is so relaxed. It's like I feel like I was at you know like my uncle's house or something. You know, it was just so relaxed and chilled out. You know that um, I felt I felt relaxed. You know, and I think that 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 you know helped me tremendously to just you know forget about any kind of drama that may or may not be happening. I just want to just focus on my job. You know, so um, I uh, I prefer TV and and uh, I prefer the. Uh, the science fiction fantasy genre, um, but I'm open for you know of course other other styles and other drama other other types of shows. I was in Toronto doing this this new show called um, Against the Wall uh, about two months ago, and it's about um, a family of Chicago police officers, and and that was it was really great. I played a, a father, I played a police officer who had a 22 year old daughter who was a new recruit in the academy, and uh, something happens to her during training and. You know, dad has to come in and you know regulate. <laughs> you know, and you know, and, and it's like it, it was such a cool role because you know I, I you know, to play that those those play the dad roles are really great. You know, as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm getting these different different levels now of, of, of different characters to play, and, and I very much very much love it. You know, so um, the actress was great, and, and we we had a real nice kind of natural father daughter kind of chemistry, and and um, uh, I totally welcome that. You know. But um, yeah, I definitely prefer TV, and, and um, I would definitely, of course, do do film. But um, I, I like the I like TV, and I I, I like and honestly, to be totally truthfully, 
honest with you, and I have met and have worked with some of the nicest people, most amazing people, all through TV. Um, some the few films I've done, some of them were just really bad experiences. I don't, I'm not going to say which ones, but I would just say that some of them were really, you know, like when it was over, I was happy it was over. You know what I mean? Um, and these are with star people, you know, people who that you see all this, almost every day, every time you turn on the TV, you know, or, or open up a newspaper. And um, I um, realized that, you know, like where I fit best is on television and also on on on, on the stage, I mean, a live theater, you know, which is where I, uh, I come from. So um, that's 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 what I'm, you know, targeting and looking for um, within the next year. And you mentioned the live theater. I had read that um, you were very active in the Chicago uh, theater scene. Right, and exactly. And they're known for having a really, really good theater yeah. community up there. Uh, do you mention Yeah, it? totally, yeah. Yeah, they they I I um uh I consider myself to be a Chicago stage actor. Really, I I came from the Chicago theater scene. I did theater in Detroit, um, but when I was much 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 younger. I was you know maybe twenty twenty one. Um, I I did a couple of plays there, and then um uh, uh basically relocating and 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 living in in Chicago. Um, that was the turning point for me in terms of becoming an actor because um, uh, the, all the I, I I was convinced that I was going to probably that I was most likely going to uh, end, end up in New York, and I did visit New York. I did hang out there for a little bit, and I, uh, uh, my brother um, and his wife were uh, living in Chicago, and they said, you know, you should really think about Chicago. And so I basically I caught an Amtrak train from New York to Chicago, and stayed with them for a little while, and and. Uh, started going to see theater there, and I had I had no idea that there was so much there, man. I mean, there's so much there. There's Second City, there's Steppenwolf, there's the Organic Theater, there's Chicago Dramatist Workshop, there's the Goodman Theater, Remains Theater. I mean, so much happening there um, that it totally blew me away. And I realized that uh, not only that, it was it was it was less angst um, than um, and and also much more affordable um, than living in, in Manhattan. So. Um, I, I, I basically packed up and, and left uh, and relocated to Chicago, and that was when everything really turned really great for me. You know, I just I basically uh, got an agent and started doing a lot of work almost right away. And um, I, every time I go back to Chicago, I, I, I always go see a play somewhere or I make the time to, you know, go see something, you know, so... Um, uh, it, it is a, it is a great city, and and and, and uh, you know me being from the Midwest, it, it just it just it just works for me anyway. You know what I mean? Like I just I just feel like I that's where I'm from, and I, I sort of belong there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great city. It's a Chicago. great city. Yeah, it's a great city. It's cold sometimes, but it's a great city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, especially if you're from Florida, like me. Yes, <laughs> I know. Story. Yeah, I mean, what's the weather like right now down in Florida? It must be really, really, uh, it's what, 70, 70, 75, 80 degrees maybe? Um, yeah, it was about, we had a, 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 we call it a cold front, but everyone else would laugh at me, but right. <laughs> the other day. So it's, it's about, uh, it was about 70 today and mild and sunny. It'll be like that now. Beautiful. Maybe 80 for a while. Yeah, it is gorgeous. That's why we live here. You don't want to be here in August. When it's you know it's ninety five and the humidity is about a hundred percent. 
I, but, you, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I have a, have a, I have a friend who she's from Florida, and um, she told me about the humidity, um, and she said it's no joke. Like, you know, when you, when the moment you get off the airplane, you, mm-hmm. you are, you're basically sweating. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right now till about March or April it's just gorgeous. The humidity's gone and it's beautiful right. and sunny and lovely. Um yes. you come visit. It's too bad they don't do more supernatural conventions in Florida. I know it's because supernatural games are oh, far away, but Yeah. I would love to come down there and do a, a supernatural convention. Um, then you guys can check me out and show me Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a big convention in Orlando. Uh, actually, there's a couple, but there's one called Megacon, and they get lots of different guests. I've seen, you know, uh, Stargate and Smallville, and and also right. guests there because that that would be that would be fun. And then you could and they and it's in like February, I think. So it's yeah. a perfect time mm-hmm. to come to Florida. I so, would love to, man. I, I I totally yeah. would love to. I I uh, you know I, I I love to travel, and I um um uh I went to Florida, but it was maybe ten years ago, and it, it was just for just a couple of days. So I I don't I don't really know. I can't really say that I know Florida. Um. Mm-hmm. I went to Orlando uh, uh, for a couple of days as well. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to go down there and hang out for, like, you know, a good three weeks. I think that would be a good, good chunk of time to get to, mm-hmm. get to see everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I see I see you in Miami. <laughs> Miami. Hey, uh, I see, I, I I see me in Miami, too. I can see you in the clubs in Miami. I can see you in the clubs in Miami Beach. I saw you at karaoke. I can... Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I, I I can see me in Miami as well, and um, <laughs> I want to go down. I want to go down to Miami, and I want to rent like a Jeep Wrangler, and 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 just have some great music playing, and just I just want to have I just want to just roll around and just just party with everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's such a it's such a uh, uh, it's such a it's such a beautiful place to hang out and and, and have fun. And that, again, I was only there for like I think three days. I was there just long enough to get a taste of what Miami would be like. If, you know, I think I can get into some trouble down there. Yeah, the 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 ultimate thing would be to get um, a role on Burn Notice, which filmed yeah. in Miami, and then you yeah. could, you could. It's a great excuse to come. <laughs> you know, oh my god! Oh god! I think I would I would probably be showing up late to work every day if I was in Miami. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, hanging out a little bit too late. And I'm so glad that I came. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, you know what I mean? That's very special. And, and that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you ladies know, like, people have met and lifelong friendships have been made at, at supernatural conventions and Star Trek conventions. And, you know, I've met people who got married. They met at a convention, and 10 years later they're married, mm-hmm. you know. I love hearing that, man. Mhm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Supernatural brought a lot of people together. Not just, you know, they come for the show, but then they stay for the friendships. And you know, we do a lot of charity stuff. And they, yeah, it, it's it's more than just a just a show. I think too. Right. Yeah. And didn't at karaoke in Chicago, someone proposed? Right. Remember you guys? You were there. Yes. 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 Um, I, I, that and, that uh, was I. I'm so happy I had my camera in my pocket. I I, I got pictures of that, and I, I was so, I was mm-hmm. totally that totally touched me. I, I I was like wow. Like when will that ever happen? Where I'm I'm happened to be somewhere and I've been drinking and doing karaoke, and then someone gets up and proposes right. to someone. Man, oh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a surprise. That's for sure. I'm I'm glad she yeah. said yes. <laughs> I know, I know, because I was thinking like. <laughs> That would that would that would be bad if she said no. <laughs> yes. I kept thinking too. I was thinking like, please say yes, please, please, please say yes. Don't say no. So she said yes. Yes, thank goodness. Speaking of people on Twitter, uh, we got a tweet at Winchester Bros from Bardic Voice. Mary, okay. who wanted to say, uh, please thank Rick Worthy for talking about his voiceover experience. I'm just starting a voiceover and appreciate the insights. So, wow. Well, thank you, uh, Mary. Bardic Voice. Mm-hmm. Yes, on, on Bardic Twitter. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Okay. Thank yeah. you. You you're welcome. You are very welcome. Uh, um, I I think the only thing I can say is, hey, go for it. You know, I mean, what do you go for it? Don't be ever afraid to to to, to follow your dreams and and um, uh, um, it's you know what you got to lose. You got it. You got to give it a shot. And uh, uh, if you have the passion for it and the, and the desire, man, just don't let anything stop you. You know. So let's do a voiceover gig together. That's my dream. <laughs> 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 that would be fun. And I, oh, hello to you guys. Can tell I have my. I'm looking also on Twitter as well. Uh, uh, I love this. I love this young lady's call call sign on Twitter. It's supernatural Maisie Daisy. Um, yeah. You know you, you, oh, isn't, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, supernatural yeah, Maisie Daisy. A couple of the questions were her, from her. Oh, they're from her. Okay. Um, uh-huh, and Maisie is. Uh, it says her location is the Impala, and um, <laughs> uh, she wanted to know whether. Oh, right. Okay, she did ask that question whether or not I'd narrate an audio book. And you have a crush on my voice. Oh, you are. You have totally made me blush. Thank you so much. <laughs> Maisie, that's very sweet. Thank you. She tweeted to us a little while ago saying she's hoping you can make it to a convention in England. Is that where she is? She's over there, so she's, you know, we'll see if you can arrange that. Wow. Um, uh, if I, I would love to, to go to, you know, across the pond, as they say, and, and do a convention there. Um, I was talking to uh, Sebastian uh, uh, I, I think I ran into him. Well, he was in Chicago at the convention, but I also ran into him um, over at Wonderland Sound um, uh, the night that they had the, the premiere episode for the season of Supernatural, and they had this big premiere party, and, you know, maybe 100 people there, maybe less than 100, but um, Sebastian was there, and Sarah Gamble was there, and 
Misha was there basically bombing people's photographs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> in fact, the picture of me and Sebastian, if you look closely, Misha is, like, hiding in the middle, and he's doing some kind of crazy face or something. I'm like, this guy's a prankster, man. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Sebastian told me that he um, was uh, had done a couple of conventions um, in the UK, and I think he did one in Italy. And, and um, uh, he said that the fan base, the fan base for this show is, which is so cool, is that I mean it's worldwide, man. I mean it's all over the world. You know, it's it's it's, it's all literally all over the world. People love Supernatural, and um, I got to I just had to take this time to say that um, I. I, this show is so popular and it's so well well received and so respected and so loved um, that um, I, I, I really I really hope that the various awards programs like the People's Choice Awards um, I think every year they, there's like a, wasn't there last month on um, MTV there's some kind of sci-fi horror award show or something um, I can't I remember what exactly what was it called Well, Spike TV they have the Spike Awards. Yes, it's on Spike TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, they had all these, you know, they had a lot of folks from different shows like The Vampire Diaries and, and um, True Blood. But I'm like, well, you know, what about our guys from Supernatural? You know, I mean, they're just as, in my mind, they're just as deserving of being recognized and, and, and applauded for their their work as well. You know, so I, I, I'm I'm a big fan of this of this show, and I'm, I'm I, I I root for it because I, I I know it deserves it. Do you know what I mean? Mhm. Um, we we and the fan base have nicknamed ourselves the little show that could because mm-hmm. we basically had to advertise and promote the show from within the fan base right. because it it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. Mhm. And, and, I mean, in in your opinion, why 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 is that? I think at the time when it came out, um, it was not really part of the formula of the network that it's on for the CW. Okay. And I don't think okay. they knew what to do with it. And okay. now okay. it's become where they know they don't have to do anything for it. We'll do it for right. them. So why mm. we'd like to change that? We would love to see it advertise the way Vampire Diaries is, the way Ringer is. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a struggle. Man, it's it's um you know, uh I honestly I, I, I hate that. I, I, I think it shouldn't be such a struggle and it shouldn't be it should it should definitely be um uh, recognized and giving its proper respect. You know, I the mm-hmm. show I used to do look at the show one time and you can see that the actors are fantastic. The stories are are, are, are fantastic. The, uh, the the characters are the brother relationships between the brothers is is, is really really awesome. Um, in fact, I was talking about that in the Chicago convention. Um, what what was it about about Sam and Dean that was so so appealing? Aside from them being you know handsome, good looking guys, like what is it? You know, and, and someone said, well, it's, it's the relationship. It's the relationship between these two brothers, man. You know, and it's something that that hits home for me because. I have a, a brother who's just ten months older than me, and um, you know he—he's my big bro, you know. And and like you know, when we were much younger. He would—he was—he kind of—he was—he's was a lot like Dean, <laughs> you know. He, he would kind of, you know, it was like a tough love thing that he that he did with me, you know. And even now in our forties, he still kind of assumes that kind of you know 
tough love role. You know, I have to remind him that you know we're not little anymore, but we're not you know we're not in our twenties anymore. You know, we you know we're, we're guys in our forties. But my brother has a uh, uh, has a kind of very much like a dean kind of uh, personality, and 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 I, I seem to in my own personal life, you know, I seem to be more. You know, like Sam. So, you know, like that for me was what, what was interesting about Supernatural. And then you look at the way it's filmed and photographed, and you know, they had like one of the best DPs that anyone could get. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like the oh, crew yeah. is amazing. You know, so I, I I I hear you, man. I totally agree with you. I, I think it should definitely get much more recognition and 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 uh, uh, respect than than uh, than it does. Well, we're hoping to get that. That People's Choice Award again. We did. It was 2008, I think, 2008 or 2009. But um, they did win the People's Choice Award. They but, did. Okay, that's yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's fabulous. So they. Is it just a matter of of of? of I mean, it, it literally is just that, right? It's very democratic. It's people vote for the show. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. And and it can it can be anyone, right? It could be anyone as long as they have access to to the internet. Is that how it works, or? Yep. Yeah, as long yep. as you can, you can vote by retweeting somebody else's vote on Twitter. You can go to the Direct People's Choice Awards side and vote. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to um I'm going to retweet. Re- try saying that five times. Retweet some tweets. Exactly. And I'm going to go to the uh I'm going to go to the site as well and 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 cast my vote. You know, um I mean they totally deserve it. So uh, I want them mm-hmm. I want them to get it. Yeah, and you can vote off. Well, yeah, from Chicago, you'll know, vote early, vote often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> vote early, vote often. Vote often, definitely. Despite the lack of, I guess, ad- advertising and publicity, it's a show that's maintained its its follow its followership and yeah. seven years going strong. So yeah, it it is a it's a an odd balance, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, you know, they all like. It's funny, like when you, when you, you know, every actor hopes to get on a show like Supernatural, you know, one that's successful and long running, you know. And um, uh, there's a there's a thing that we say in LA. It's like um, you you hope to get on, you hope to get picked to go in for the pilot. Then you hope to be the guy that gets the pilot. Then you hope that the pilot gets gets picked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you hope that after you're done filming it, <laughs> that the network picks it up. <laughs> then you hope that the network picks it up for 12 episodes. Then you hope the network picks it up for 24 episodes. And then you hope the network doesn't cancel it. <laughs> so yeah. if, you know what I mean? It's like you know you guys know what I'm talking about. Like if you can yeah. make it past all those those hurdles. That's and that's where supernatural is. Like it's made it past all the hurdles. There's for 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 that for every one successful show, there are dozens that didn't make it. You know, and I know what that is because I've been on a few of them. You know, and um, for various reasons, they were pulled off the air, or you know, um, you know, they paid six million dollars to shoot the pilot, but they didn't like it. You know, so that happened to me two years ago. I did a pilot with Amy Smart in, uh, in Boston about uh, a woman who becomes uh, a president in the year 2025. And um, I was the district attorney of Boston, and Amy Smart was the uh, young lawyer who becomes president in the year 2025. I thought it was a great pilot, but the network didn't see it that way, and you know they were out seven million, seven point something million dollars. So it's like, 
you look at all the money that, that gets blown and all the all the all the missed opportunities, and you have to wonder, like, God, this is this is kind of like it's kind of like Las Vegas, man. You know, it's like you, it's kind of a gamble, and yeah. that you hope that you that you roll the dice and win. And in this case, they're they're winning with this show, and and. Uh, uh, I don't know what it's like to be on a long, long-running show like Supernatural. I, I my dream is to be on one. You know, hopefully soon before I get you know before I get too old. Or <laughs> 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 like, okay, I think I'm going to retire next year. So <laughs> you're you're far from that, I'm I'm sure. And, 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 and the beauty of acting is you don't really have to retire. So yeah. that's I mean that's that's like you look at somebody like. Um, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, who's seventy, I think five, seventy-six. You know, he could have retired twenty years ago, but he's he's still rocking and rolling. I, 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 you know, Clint Eastwood, you know, who's like eighty. You know, I love that. I love that these guys are still doing it. You know, and um, mm-hmm. you, you know, these are the twilight years for them, and and um, uh, they they've had immense careers. You know, and and they just they, and that to me is, is great. I want to be like that. I want to be able to just keep going until and I literally can't do it anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's always Betty White, you know, who who has Betty like White, you know, I love her. amazing shows, and she just sort of, you know, over yeah. and over different shows, different hits, and she's she's well into her 80s now. Yeah, right? yeah, and still going strong. I I <laughs> love her. Oh, uh, yeah. I have a crush on Betty White. I think she's sexy and funny. <laughs> you know, she's, she's like. She is so like I want to work with her so bad. Like I, I, I see her, and I, you, you, the, the second she says something, I'm laughing, and she is she's mm-hmm. just funny and and has a, a charm about her that's so, so appealing. And I've never met her, but mm-hmm. um, uh, mm-hmm. I, I I totally know I totally agree with you. I think she's a great example of someone who you know she's in her 80s, and she's still mm-hmm. still doing it. You know I, that is inspiring to me. Mhm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, speaking of Bardic voice, she sent a question. Uh, she wanted to know how long did it take to film the cage scenes in uh, the episode, and also okay. what it was like working with Mitch Pelleggi. <laughs> the cage scenes. Wow. Um, that was that was like I think the first. That was the first uh, bit that we filmed, and um, uh, when I got into Vancouver um, to shoot, uh, the, the, the first day I basically checked in at the hotel, and then right away they took me over to a special effects um, lab uh, to build all the uh, vampire, those creepy vampire fingernails, and the, the, the nails that go in his hands and his feet, and they did all this, you know, stuff to me, and and um, they took, you know, different moldings of my neck and my hands and feet and everything, and um, uh, and I I happen to love all that stuff because I I love learning what other people do, you know, and I happen to love I have a huge love for artists and people who build things and make things, and so um, I was like a kid in Disneyland, just just taking it all in, man, you know, and and um, we got to set. And uh, I walk in, and then Guy Guy B walks up to me and says, "Hey, I'm Guy B." I'm like, "Oh man!" I'm, like right away, I loved him. You know, I just thought he was a super cool uh, uh, guy, and I knew we were going to work together very well. And, and he he basically walked me through what we were going to do with the vampire sitting in the chair. And um, uh, the first thing that we did was um, uh, the scene with me and Mitch um, when he's electrocuted.
persecuting me and threatening me and, and all those things. And, you know, it's, it's the, the vamp doesn't even care, you know, like it's, it's so, that's, that's so, that's, that's so trivial to him. <laughs> and I think the line that the vamp says is, ouch, stop, that hurts, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, please, you know, you're not, you're not doing anything to me, you know? And, um, uh, that took, uh, that was an all day shoot, uh, to shoot all the stuff in the chair. Uh, so we're looking at maybe a, a good 10 to 12 hours of, sh- of filming, um, because there's a lot going on, not just with the dialogue. There's a lot that they have to do with the effects and, and the electricity and the dead man's blood and all that has to time out perfectly and has to look like everything's, you know, spot on. And so we did multiple takes of, of all that, and, um, uh, and which is great because, you know, you do, you do a few takes and then you get into the rhythm of the character, you know. And um, and then we saw all the stuff with, with uh, me and, and uh, Sam and Dean, uh, I think later, not I think some of it that day, but then most of it the following week or the, the following couple of days after that. And um, uh, it, it was a lot of time sitting down in a chair. I happen to love the chair and the, and the cage because I thought it was it was just genius, you know, to have this monster, you know, locked in this cage, you know, and it, it's it's it was so creepy and cool looking that and and I think it really helped me to. To, to be in the right state of mind uh, in terms of in terms of the character, you know. And if you notice, I, I try to sit a certain way in the chair because, like I, uh, I said, that you know, there's a, he has a certain kind of royal background, and, and and the chair was just perfect for the kind of chair he would probably sit in. You know, it was this kind of large, imposing chair. You know, and but in this case, he's chained down and and and, and you know, uh, uh, unable to really escape. You know. But um, I, I I I thoroughly loved it, man. I I want definitely want to come back and, and be on the show. And I I just like the more I think about the vampire, I uh, I think the more depressed I get because I keep wondering whether or not they will bring me back. So. <laughs> oh no! Well, no one ever really dies on Supernatural, and once you're part of the family, you're part of the family on Supernatural. So I. They've brought oh, man, I, characters that have been I, dead for years. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I, I I someone was telling me that at the convention because I was talking about um, how you know basically you know I was, I was at some point I think because um, it's been like a year man since I've been on the show you know uh, over a year so I, a, a lot happens in a year within anyone's life not just an actor's life and um, in the meantime I've been on you know living my life and doing other things and I get asked. I get asked all the time from people like, "When are you coming back?" And it it's, it's, it 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 hurts a little bit because I can't give them like a, a direct, honest answer, you know. And I don't want to lie and say, "Oh, I'll be back in episode seven. And I can't do that, you know. So um, I um, every now and then a character pops up that you you just fall in love with, and um, and, and, and within the last three four years for me, it's been the Alpha Vampire. You know, um, Battlestar Galactica was a great character, but that wasn't. They 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 gave me something really nice to do at the beginning, and then they kind of left me alone for for a, you know a good year and a half, and and then they kind of brought me back, and then I then I had a nice role in um, in the TV in the Battlestar Galactica uh, TV movie uh, called The Planet. Um, so after that, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, what's next? And then the next thing that came up was a pilot uh, that I did a couple of years ago, and then a movie I did with Julia Roberts. And then, um, uh, then Supernatural came up, and I was, and I was, I just, I very much love this character, man. That's all I can tell you. I mean, it, it, he, he's just, he's unlike anything I've ever done, and um, I, 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 I can't wait to, to play him again, you know. So, 
Um, I uh, just hope it's soon. And we've had a few questions on Twitter about um, how's Buddy? <laughs> Buddy's sitting right next to me. He's sleeping right now. You know where I am right now? Uh, so you guys are going to think this is really funny. I went to ask. You know I love to eat, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, exactly right. And, you know, at the age of 44, I have to, of course, watch my weight and all those things. And, and uh, I make sure I hit the gym, you know, pretty regularly. And But, you know, the weekends come. I like to cut loose a little bit. And um, uh, just before we did the interview, I had just come out of Astro Burger, my favorite burger burger joint in L.A. <laughs> and, um, I had I had the chili cheese fries with the extra onions and cheese, and I had like a um, uh, uh, chicken fajita um, with guacamole and sour cream, and I had a uh, Coca-Cola. So my typical Saturday wow. afternoon thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just before we got on air, I had wolfed down all the food, and then, of course, Buddy, being the – the Labrador that he is with those beautiful eyes, he melted me this time, and I had to give him some French fries and you know a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of my fajita. <laughs> but now he's he's sitting in the back seat. He's totally knocked out. He's asleep. We just did like a little walk before I, uh, I called you guys, and, and um, um, I think he's a little bored because he's wondering why is why is dad you know sitting in the front seat talking to himself. But. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it hard when you have to go on location and do you leave him or do you do you take him with you? Um it's um it's not so hard. Uh it's uh it depends on where where I'm it depends honestly, I love to have Buddy with me as much as I can. And I don't um and for all you folks who have dogs and, and, and pets, like you you totally know what I mean. Like you, you you don't trust a lot of people watching your dog or your cat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um, there's prob- you know what I mean? It's like there's just a lineage. Exactly. Just a hand- you can't just leave your child with anybody. You can't leave your pet oh, with anybody. Exactly, exactly. And I, mm-hmm. there's, honestly, there's probably four, maybe five people who I trust my dog with. And and Buddy's like, you know, he's he's, he's the perfect name for Buddy because he's he's so friendly. Like he gets along with everybody. But um, mm-hmm. I remember one time I was out of town filming, and and, and someone who I consider to be a brother who I've known since Chicago for 20 years, he's, you know, I, I, asked him to wa- I asked him if he would watch Buddy at my place. I'm out of town for about 10 days. I come, I come back a day early because I, we had finished shooting, and I ah, let me go back to L.A. get back to L.A., I come in. He wasn't expecting me. I walk in, and Buddy is in the corner, and he's kind of, you know, he's kind of hiding in the corner, and he's, he, this, he's, uh, his, his water bowl is like, you know, has almost no water in it and dirty, and I'm like, what the hell oh. is this? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like yeah. I knew he was I, I knew he was I knew he was thirsty and I knew he needed to go out and pee and you know, and my buddy's sitting mm-hmm. there watching football, you know, and drinking beer. And I'm like, dude, this is not cool, brother. This is not cool. Um, so I quickly, oh. buddy, you know, to make a long story short. I, I basically instantly decided I've got to find. He, he's not the guy. I got to totally find someone else. I take buddy when I'm not when I'm when I'm not able to take him with me. Um, I take him to um, uh, an, an open door doggy hotel, uh, which is called the D, the D, like the letter D. It's called D Pet Hotel, and um, it's it's uh, in Hollywood. And like he, he has his own, like the dogs have their own rooms, their own bed. They try to make it look like like a hotel room. They have their own beds, mm-hmm. they have their own uh, flat screen TVs. 
They have their own. Have their own yeah. um, um, <laughs> like they have their own everything. It's almost they try to replicate the home environment as as much as they possibly can. And so, and Buddy is really he loves this place. The owners love him. They he totally trusts them. Mm-hmm. I totally trust them. And I know he's in great hands, man. You know, and and that's ultimately what you're paying for is that you know you know you're you're, you're, you're you know he's going to be safe. You know. Yeah, um, that's very very. And you know they're they're yeah. they're part of our family and they're a lifelong responsibility and and mm-hmm. they they gotta come first. You know they have to eat and they gotta count. They count on you yeah. to to feed them and take them out and yeah. do what they need to do. And it's important. Yeah. And you can't leave them with just anybody. Yeah, you, you really can't. You know, and um, it's you know it, it, that, that is, I'm not sure who asked that question uh, about where do I where do I. Uh, what do I do with Buddy? But um, basically, that's what I do when I can't take him with me. And and and, the, and the, sometimes I can take him with me. L.A. is kind of weird because it's like you. I've I've tried to bring him on set with me a couple of times, and and you know they they I've been stopped. You know, like no, you can't. You know, we can't allow dogs on the studio uh, lot or this or that. But then when I'm in Canada, it's cool. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, it's no problem. You know, you can you can definitely bring your dog on the studio lot. You know, I mean, I, when I was doing Battlestar Galactica, Buddy was just—he's almost five years old now. But when I was doing Battlestar, Buddy was about five or six months old, and I knew I was going to be up there for a while, so I I gassed up the car and drove to Vancouver. We go, mm-hmm. you know, we cross the border. I give I give the customs guy his um his rabies certificate. And he's like, okay, cool. He looks he looks good. Okay, great. Have a great time. We go we go into town and then I go to set and then everyone's like, oh, what a cute dog! Like you know, everybody, Edward Olmos, Trisha Helfer, they're all like you know all over Buddy, you know. And it's such a it was like a different it's just a different vibe up there. And I I guess it's I don't know if it's just it's just different there, you know. It's just it's so much easier there, you know. So I when I'm there and I know I'm going to be there for a while, I drive up there and I take them with me. But if I'm if I'm pretty much anywhere else, like on the East Coast or shooting somewhere in L.A. or um, uh, you know wherever I am, I, 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 it's really hard for me to bring them. So I've noticed that about Vancouver, it reminds me of San Francisco, where it's very very pet friendly. Yeah, I um I I heard about. I heard about San Francisco being a very pet friendly city and I've 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 never lived there. I've been there a few times. Um but uh I um it's something about LA, man. It's just it's not as and it's so funny because there's so many people who have dogs here, but it's just not as dog friendly. I was just walking buddy just like before I called you guys and I can I can like right this guy comes he's walking down the street with his dog and right away he crosses the street to avoid us. You know, I'm like, dude, like, like my dog's not going to attack your dog. You know what I mean? So there's a certain kind of fear, not with everyone, but there's there's, there's enough of it that I, I totally know that you know, LA is not as uh, uh, it's not as, as dog friendly as I'd like it to be. You know, so that's weird. I think a, a nice place to stay when you're not there. I'm sure he loves it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he totally loves it, and he's got. Uh, there's a golden retriever there uh, named Hank, and that's his that's his best friend. <laughs> like, like I've got pictures of them like hugging each other and you know wrestling around together on the on the floor, and and um, you know I, I know he's in I know he's in good hands, you know. So my dream is is to actually I want to um, I would love to be able to to work with Buddy, like I want to put him some kind of way, like you know I would love for him to just like you know to. It would be so cool if Buddy was on Supernatural for like just half a day or something, you know, just like he's a dog that's there and, you know, um, uh, 
uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's he he has some role in the in the show. <laughs> I don't know what you know, but because I think he I think he would just be really good at it, and, and he's he's really he's really easy to train, and like he like he he's just super smart, you know. He, like he picks it up right away. So, um, but uh, sometimes I look at him, I'm like, you know what, man, it'd be good if you had a job too, you know. <laughs> yeah. He could be a hellhound. <laughs> exactly, right. he could be a hellhound. You know, like something. You know, like something is. You know, you can help help pay the bills, and you know, have, and we can be together at the same time. That, that, that's a perfect combination. <laughs> oh, that's great. Do you have more questions? Yes. Actually, uh, Dewey came back on. I guess her her toilet's good. Um, she said, <laughs> she Dewey, said, oh. Dewey, Dewey, I'm so happy to hear that your toilet is working. It's, <laughs> seriously, uh, I know. Like, I think we all know what that's like. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, it's 3 a.m. and the toilet's not working. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> no. That is always going to be the. It's always going to be at the worst time. It's always at the worst time. Always at the worst. Like this. That, it's so funny. We're talking. It's so funny that we're talking about this because that happened to me probably last week. The toilet over flooded. It, it, it almost over flooded, and I did not have a plunger, so I had to run out to Rite Aid and buy a plunger like at two o'clock in the morning. And, oh no. um You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Like oh god. <laughs> have it at the ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So like I, I bought like two of them just to make sure I had an extra one in the house. You know. <laughs> I don't want to ever have to do that again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she was wondering, is there a character um, that you would, a character or a play that you've, mm-hmm. kind of like your dream role that you just haven't had yet? Yep, I have said it before, and, and, and uh, someone asked me that. Um, uh, that question has been asked before. Uh, and uh, I will happily answer it again, and that is Jimi Hendrix. Um, I uh, would love um, a shot at playing Jimi Hendrix, and um, uh, I, I love his music. Um, uh, I'm still learning about him. Um, I uh, listen to him just about every day, um, and uh, it, it is a role that... Um, has been attempted before. Um, uh, I don't think you know. I, I think it. I think it can be definitely attempted again. And um, uh, if if ever that chance happens for me, um, hopefully you know soon, <laughs> um, it would be it would be phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. So uh, uh, it, it would it would require me to do a, a few different things, and, and one of one of them would be you know learning learning guitar to a level of proficiency that I, um, I could you know play, you know, to a certain level. Not like Hendrix. You know, that would never happen, but um in to a level of proficiency where we could film and um uh uh, uh it, it's you know believable. But um uh, to get into the mind and, and the character of Jimi Hendrix is something that uh, I I would totally love to do. Um and the other thing that um um that uh, I, I would like to do is is at some point get back on stage uh, it's been a long time. Um, uh, it's been at least ten years since I've actually been on stage. I've seen a lot of theater over the years, but um, uh, the last time I was on stage was in Chicago at the Goodman Theater, and, and uh, it, it, was a, it was an incredible experience. It was a lot of work, 
but I loved it. Um, and uh, I, I'm kind of feeling that itch to get back on stage again. And I'm not sure in, in what play or what it would be, but, um, uh, you know, it's something I should definitely, definitely uh, think about uh, doing, uh, hopefully soon. Cool. I just got a text from Kay. She said she's listening to the, the podcast on her phone. She said to say, tell you hi. Hey, Kay. I love you. I miss you. Um. <laughs> Kay Bauer. Oh. You know, I told you guys Kay was the first person I met when I got off the shuttle in Chicago. <laughs> 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 like, I got off the shuttle Sounds to the hotel. Way. and Yeah, and um, all the way from L.A., and... Um, uh, uh, she was the first person that I met uh, um, at the hotel, and she was standing outside, and, and I just knew right away that was her, you know. And <laughs> and uh, I told her, I said, you know, I feel like I've known you because like we've been communicating on Twitter, and like in, in you know, it's almost like we've been long lost pals, you know. And, and um, so she's she's a, a very 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 sweet person, and and uh, uh, she's. She has a, a kind of a motherly thing that's really cool as well, and 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 you know she kind of takes care of everybody, you know. And um, uh, uh, even I think as I was checking out of the hotel, um, she was still hanging around in the lobby, just kind of saying goodbye to people. You know what I mean? And that, that was that was really really sweet and touching to me to see that. You know, I, I thought that was really really uh, that's someone who really uh, just loves the people that she's around. You know what I mean? That that's that's very cool to me. She's a very supportive person. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And fellow dog owner. And, yeah, she is a fellow dog owner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She, she is one of us. <laughs> she is. Do you guys know what kind of what type of dog do you have? I have a tissue. I have a tiny little black dog of a tissue that's right next to me. She's sitting right next to you? Mm-hmm. She did not <laughs> she, she spends every podcast uh, laying next to me. Oh, that's that's so sweet. I love that. Mm-hmm. All, all yeah. the sounds of her. But, yeah. She's my lady. And how old is she? She just turned eleven. Eleven, nice, very nice. She's a bit of an old fogey, but she doesn't she doesn't know it. She acts like a puppy still. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. I have a kitty. You have a kitty. Nice. Yeah. What type? What type? Of, what type of kitten is it? She's mostly Maine Coon. She's about seventeen pounds, big girl, uh-huh. and she's just over twelve years old, but doing well. In fact, she was just yeah. snoring in her box <laughs> next to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a great kitty. I think she went off to look for a snack, but. Oh, that's 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 so sweet. I I uh, my my one of my friends she has a she has like I think four kittens or four cats and this guy like a fifth one that was a little baby kitten and um, unfortunately the little little one ran away. Um, I think she was oh, having no. construction. Yeah, she was having construction um, some construction done at her house and um, at some point she she thinks that you know the, the guys who were going in and out of the house that maybe left the door open and then the cat got out. You know. Oh, and uh, we were, we just, oh, it was so, I had never seen her so sad. Like, you know, this, like she's just so positive all the time and she just totally just mm-hmm. devastated her. And she called me up and called up a few um, other friends and she said, could you guys please help me come find um, Jimmy? His name was Jimmy. Jimmy. And, uh, and we did this search, you know, like 
all through the woods and behind her house and everywhere we could possibly think of, and we just couldn't find them, you know. So, um, I uh, uh, I think she got eventually got another cat, and um, um, uh, cats are cats are, are are really cool because they're just they're so kind of in there like they're they're on their own, you know, like they're they're so kind of independent, you know, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and they're and they're they have a way of just kind of looking at you that's really amazing, you know. And uh, I just I just love animals, period, you know. And I I I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think my dream is to one day have like a huge house and have, you know, like a like a do Doctor Doolittle type thing going on. <laughs> 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 I want dogs, you know, a couple of cats. I want like you know I love like a, a couple of like really cool birds, like a cockatoo, you know, or a parrot. Um, uh, yeah, I totally would love just all of that, you know. I think that would be fun. You know? Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, cats are cats are really cool. They're not as easy as dogs to like. You know, dogs are great. I love them. I have I have yeah. I, I call them my doggy nieces and nephews. I have uh, my boss has a dog. Friends have dogs. Friends have Shelby. Right. My boss has a wire haired fox terrier, and I you know I uh, and a Chihuahuas, and they're they're all wonderful. The cats are like a little bit more, but like my cat is a big personality, she's very social, she's very friendly, but oh, they're not cool. like, out, you know, it's like they don't sort of, they're, they're good on their own, you know, so they're very right. um, happy with themselves, uh, most of them, and, uh, but, uh, but all the cats I know have a lot of personality, like people, yeah. they're very chatty, I think it depends how you react with your animal, and not necessarily a cat. You're probably very, Buddy's probably very social and smart and understands you because you probably had a great relationship with him. Not like someone who would just leave their dog outside chained up or something. You right, know, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. There was, I, 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 there was this, uh, a neighbor that I lived uh, next door to, and um, he left his dog basically in the house, all like in the backyard all day. You know, and um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was kind of sad. Like, I, I wanted to say something, but I felt like maybe it wasn't really my place to say anything, you know. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, just about every day, Buddy hops in, hops in my car and we go somewhere. You know, if if, if it's not mm-hmm. Petco to get food, then it's to the dog park, you know. So, you know, um, and this dog would, like, watch us leave, and it was, I just felt, God, I felt horrible. You know, like, God, I, I would love to, mm-hmm. you know, to take this guy's dog, too, and just, you know, get out of it. This dog lived basically in the backyard, you know, and and uh, I thought it was just oh. horrible, you know. It just really, um, it was really, really sad. And and, and the, the saddest part is that I don't think that he thought. I think that he thought that that was okay, you know. Just didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, like he just didn't know any better, you know. And and I I knew he cared about the dog, um, uh, because unfortunately the dog got sick and eventually passed away, and he I can tell it really you know devastated him, but. Man, I was just like, wow, dude, just 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 one time, man. Walker, just take it for a walk somewhere, you know. I mean, it's just a beautiful little yeah. boxer, you know. And and he just I just never saw him ever doing that. So um, it was it was really it's really kind of hard, <laughs> you know, uh, to see that. And um, I, uh, you know, you, like I said, you don't want to be the guy that's, you know, mm-hmm. telling that person how mm-hmm. to, you know, it's like someone trying to tell you how to raise your kids, you know. What I mean? so, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so. I see, I see Kay, so I'm going to put her on so she can say hi. Oh, my God. So Let's talk. Yes. <laughs> Winchester Radio. Kay, you're on the hey, air. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Kay Bauer. 
How's it how going? Are you? How's it's going how's good. It going? It's going great. How are you? Doing okay. <laughs> was just able to get a just was able to get a phone signal to call out. Oh my God! Is it? Do you have like? Do you have really bad reception over there? Um, it works. Yeah, because you're. I'm in the back with all the computers and everything else. But yeah, it gets a little hairy back here. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much for for calling in. We were. I've been saying all great things about you for the last hour. Aww. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, um, Vinny said that you guys you had mentioned something about you hopefully are coming back. I really hope you, that you do. I would really like to see your character and see how far they could play it out on Supernatural. I thank you, Kay. Thank you so so very much. I I totally one hundred percent agree. Uh, uh, I, I very much would like to see this character played out, even if it's just you know two three episodes to just kind of wrap up everything with him. You know, you, you just can't bring a character on like that and then leave him alone. You know, I think it has to be played out. So uh, uh, let's let's keep our fingers and toes crossed. Oh, we'll keep mm. our fingers crossed. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, let me just say thank you every day, Kay, because you, you're such a sweet person. Every day, you, 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 if not every day, just about every day, you get on Twitter and you you say, "Hey, Rick." And um, I kind of had a, 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 a rough week at the beginning of the, of the week, and I, th- I think I, when I got on Twitter, I think on Tuesday, I think yours was the first tweet that I read, and it said, "Hey Rick, how's it going?" And it totally it cheered me up. I just want you to know that. And uh, the uh, you, you you just you, I don't know if you realize just how, how awesome and, and, and sweet you are. So uh, I hope to see you again one day, and if it's not in Chicago, 2012, it'll it'll be somewhere. Well, that's cool. We really I. I... Thank you. I appreciate that. But you're an awesome person to talk to. Oh, bless your heart. We still need and to do I a drink, fellow, though. I am a fellow I, I dog owner. I regret that we didn't have a drink together. Say it again? I said I am a fellow dog owner, too. So, yeah. Oh, good. See, that means that, that's, that's, that's definitely that's half, of, half of why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll come to Vancouver or Chicago. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I would love to do either one again. I um, well, I haven't done Vancouver. I would love to, of course, do it. You know, um, it would it would be great. Um, I would love to go to Toronto as well. Chicago, of course, would be awesome again. I, I had I had such fun in Chicago um, and uh, New Jersey as well. That would be fantastic. Um, it just depends on it just depends on you know if if I'm invited back. You know, so I I hope to be. Well, I guess a lot of us will have to work on that. <laughs> Thank God for Twitter <laughs> and email and Facebook. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all. It's 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 just. Uh, it's. I was I was talking to um to Jenna Lucas um uh over. We had an interview with Jenna Lucas and and uh, uh, Nightmare, uh, the host over at Black Sky Radio uh, about a week ago, and I I asked them. I said. Do you guys remember what it was like before Twitter and Facebook and before before smartphones? You know, like it was like a completely different time. You know, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, uh, if you think about uh, the way that things are done now, like I can't imagine not having my my BlackBerry and my 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 PC, or now I have my iPad, and it's like I'm connected to the world for this. You know, and um, mm-hmm. I, I feel naked when I leave out of the house. I like to, I check for my keys, but it's a, Next thing I do is definitely check to see if I have my phone with me and then my, you know, my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 
also connected to my phone. I actually will actually go all the way out of my way to go home if I forget it at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seem like an iPhone kind of person. Am, am I right? Nope, I have an Android. You have an Android? Okay. <laughs> I have an Android. <laughs> I haven't played well, have... the uh, iPhone direction yet. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I was... I, I didn't get on the iPhone boat, but um, uh, I did get a BlackBerry, and I must say I very much love it. And uh, I think it's 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 a pro, it's my first ever smartphone. And in fact, I got the i I got a smartphone because my my friend um, my friend in Prague, uh, Envy, he convinced me to get one. So I I have it, and uh, I, I I can do everything through it, and I'm absolutely in love with it. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I used to have a BlackBerry, but I went to an Android. Yeah. Well, Androids are cool. They're very cool. I'm going to jump off because I'm going in an area where I'm going to lose everybody again. So it was nice talking to you. Have fun, girls. And I'll be listening as soon as I can get back in my car. <laughs> okay. okay. Be safe out there. Bye, yeah, guys. Drive careful. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, That was really cool. I've been getting texts from her saying she was trying to call. <laughs> she was trying to call. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's so cool that she called. Now, did you did you call you you called her or did she call you? She called through and um. You can see on the switchboard what numbers it what like what phone number it is. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh. Do we? How much time do we have? Do we have just a couple more minutes left? Um. Do you have the timer up? I don't. I closed that one. Sorry. Um. The the we can we're on the air for another about half an hour or so. Um. We have a, we have okay. another half hour. Uh, yes, we do. The show itself is uh, live for another half an hour. Um, oh, oh, I see, oh, I see what you mean. Because don't you guys do a um, like a, a recap of the um, the previous night's episode? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, if we don't happen to have a guest, we talk about the episode the night before. Um, oh, I see. Oh, and, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then if we and we have two hours, but we don't we don't have to fill the entire two hours. Um, we just we do great. We're having ourselves. a great time talking. It's awesome. But uh, um, we've we had guests that could only be with us for a little while. So we reserve the time frame, but we don't. It's it's always up to Oh, I got you. Got how, you. How, okay. how, how it goes. Lost all my windows, all my little tabs Perfect. went away. All my tabs went away. I think, uh, I think, I think that I can, I can hear you, but like you feel like it sounds like you, one of you is going in and out. Yeah, it, I don't know why, because I don't, you know, I don't do anything. I don't move. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my 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 cell phone, which happens to be a BlackBerry, <laughs> um, uh, which is kind of funny, <laughs> and I, you know, I don't I don't know what happens unless it's just cell cell phone reception. You know, oh well, you know, it's, it's totally fine. 
this phone, this phone that I have is like the area I'm in is um, if I if I if I move maybe a hundred feet in one direction, I can tell you right now we'll, the phone will go out. So like I'm, I'm kind of in a like a stable position right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stand on one foot, put your arm in the air. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I uh, I I I'm going to have to uh, uh, wrap wrap up the interview because it's about six and um, I've, I've got to. Uh, Got to get home and shower and uh, get ready to uh, go get some dinner with a couple of buddies and uh, gotta get Mr. Buddy home so he can have his dinner and uh, mm-hmm. uh, go on go on with uh, this Saturday evening. Well, it was oh. a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for for taking your time to spend with us. Have no, I, I again, so I, it's it's a pleasure for me. I I. Um, you know, I haven't done, um, like I said, I haven't done a lot of live interviews. And, and um, whenever anyone asks me if, if I would like to do one, I'm, I'm right away flattered, you know, because uh, uh, I know that, you know, there's there's other people that they could go to, you know. and, and But, you know, for some reason someone wanted to interview me, and it, it, it really, you know, I, I woke up this morning totally looking forward to, to talking to you guys and um, uh, uh, listening to what, what questions people had and, and uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm totally, totally flattered by it. So um, I thank you, ladies, for for this this interview, and and um, uh, hopefully maybe one day um, you guys can have me back. Um, but mm-hmm. I want to earn it. I, I totally want to earn it, and um, and and for me that means a return to supernatural. So uh, mm-hmm. when that when that happens, um, I would love to come back and, and talk more about uh, the Alpha Vamp, who does have a name, by the way. Um, oh, really? And I'm the only person who knows who only who truly knows his full complete name. Um, and one day um, I will reveal it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely, we'd love to have you back again, and hopefully sooner than later with the Alpha Bamp, Alpha Alpha Bamp. But in the meantime, uh, we uh, wish you great success with all your other projects. Anything. Uh, you talked about the animated film. Anything else you want to mention? Anything coming up you want us to be sure and look out for? Yeah, the um, well, the animated uh, uh, the animated project um, uh, will most likely be available. I'm going to find a way to post it so that people can see it online. Um, um, and uh, it's 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 a really really cool. Um, uh, uh, piece of filmmaking and uh I, I'm I'm very excited about it and uh, I want people to see it. Um so when I when I have more information on it um I will I will definitely um tweet it and let people know where they can see it. Um and um uh, uh the T V show um that I did in Toronto uh, against the wall about these Chicago police officers, um if that returns to lifetime network uh, for for season two pickup, which I think it should because I think it's a great show and I think they they have the numbers, uh, uh, you know, to validate a return. Um, uh, I will be returning back to the show as a, uh, a Chicago uh, lieutenant uh, in the police department. So um, let's let's keep our fingers crossed for all those all those great things to happen. And um, of course, I'm still you know um, still hoping to return to Supernatural. You know, um, we have we have I have unfinished unfinished business with the Winchester brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and unfinished, unfinished business with Winchester Brothers Radio. 
let you get hey. Buddy home and get him fed. Yep. Okay, Definitely. that sounds great, ladies. Right. Thank and, you, Ray. Uh, Wonderful you, evening. Thank you so you too. much. Oh, man, thank you so much, and, and you guys uh, have a wonderful weekend. And, and um, uh, remember, if you have coffee and a donut in the morning, think of me. Definitely. Yep, definitely, or a red velvet cake. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay, guys, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Rick. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye-bye. He was awesome. Yes. What a great guest. And it was like like talking with friends, you know. It was very cool. Can't wait to talk to him again and get him back on the show. I know. There was certainly no specific end for the Alpha Vamp, so it's still no. very much a possibility. And, of course, you know, even if you do die on Supernatural, it doesn't hold them back. It means, but, uh, it means nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, well we can we can talk about uh, season uh, season seven, time for a wedding. Uh, we got some time left here. Um, from your tweets, I can gather you are not a big fan of this episode. So do you want to start talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? I said, what on earth would make you say that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Some, I'm one of the psychic kids. <laughs> I did have some issues. I thought there was some really standout lines within the episode, Very a lot of crazy, um moments. I was really excited to see DJ Qualls. Uh, I've been waiting for him, for his episode to air. I was a little disappointed in how little mm-hmm. he was in it. But you know, in how what? In how in how how little of the episode he was in, I really thought he was going to have a much much more screen time. Mhm. So, but you know, as with as we've been saying, you know, no one ever goes away. So you know, his character was left open ended as well. So we may see him back, from what I understand. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but I did, I did, have, I did take issue with them taking a character that was supposed to be a reflection, a tongue-in-cheek reflection of fandom, mm-hmm. and making her irredeemable. There's no coming back from this. Like they can never trust her again. She can. Right. We as a, you know, we as viewers don't trust her anymore. She. There's just really no coming back from what she did. Yeah. And we are talking about Becky, fans, uh, show Becky, not our Becky. <laughs> our co-host <laughs> well, yeah. Becky. But, you know, she's, Becky was a representative character in that she was just this amalgamation of every level of fan girl out mm-hmm. there. You know, not uh-huh. every fan, not every fan participates in every aspect of fandom. Not right. everybody not everybody goes to con, not everybody but she was just this complete melting pot of of sex girls and to take her character and make it so we as fans could no longer relate to her and to make us look at her kind of, you know, side eye her a bit more than a bit. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, was a little disenchanting to me. And um, this this episode, I believe, was penned by um, by Dob- Dobbin Lawson. So yep. The, I've had issues with their episodes before, <laughs> so I wasn't really surprised. I I, I, I have too. I this. every sorry. No, no, go ahead. I just wasn't, you know, to see those same themes that I've had an issue with revisited was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, sometimes, sometimes Dab and Laughlin are just great, and then sometimes they, they're kind of, <laughs> their writing is kind of mean-spirited, and mm-hmm. I, uh, I, it's like a lot, I know a lot of people just love Yellow Fever and all that, and I don't like it. I I um, I mean, there's again, it's kind of like this one. There's some funny lines in it. Exactly. But the core but, of the but, story, the ghost. Ultimately, is, there there's people acting. There's characters acting like I don't recognize them. <laughs> so. and, and I do. I agree with that. I think there's a lot in how the how Sam and Dean are written in this episode that felt didn't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. And I believe we had a new director for this episode too. If I'm not mistaken, this was uh, this director's Tim. territorial view for the show. Was it Tim uh, Andrew? Yeah, I yeah. don't recognize that that name. So. From what I understand, it's his first uh, first episode for this show. He's done, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Teen Wolf and some other shows. But never supernatural for, and you really could see the difference as far as you know certain shots, certain angles didn't mm-hmm. feel didn't feel organic to the show, in my opinion. Mhm. So, um, as usual, Jared and Jensen, you know, they they just do an amazing job with what they're given, and mm-hmm. and I don't think the episode was. Terrible. I'm getting the feeling it's one of the least favorite of the season so far. Um, I don't think it did a whole lot to advance any of the storylines much. I mean, we we got to see Crowley, which I thought was fun, and it was interesting to hear that it's been him keeping other demons away from Sam and Dean so they could hunt the Leviathans. I did like seeing him, and I do think uh, the actor who played Guy, Leslie Odom Jr. He was phenomenal what? in the role. Um, as you know, greasy as the role was, he was he was phenomenal in it. I really enjoyed him as an actor. And you know, there were too many themes that conflicted for me. As far as you know, you get the kind of drug dealer theme, you get the kidnapping, you get the the misery thing, and it was just a little overwhelming and immensely negative. And then you have Sam, who has already literally gone to hell and back, is having, you know, mental capacity issues to have to deal with this trauma. And then he's not only completely fine on on the surface right now, but he actually has to validate her feelings. Mm -hmm. And I took real issue with that, real issue that... Through all this, he has to turn and tell her that, no, 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 someday you'll find the right guy for you. Mm-hmm. 
I, no, I, I thought he was basically just trying to give her the shove at that point, and, and just because I don't know why he was being so nice to her, considering all the stuff she'd done to him. But uh, I, I guess he was just sort of trying to be nice, and and uh, Sam does seem to be coping rather well. I mean, at least he mentioned, you know, it's just it's still a Denver scramble in here, but I'm learning my way around the plate. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope we're headed for like another like uh, a complete breakdown again. Not complete breakdown, but you know, it's like you know he's doing great, but he can't he can't stay this way. You know, he's got to take you know a couple steps forward, a couple steps back. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah. I would love to see the character of Garth come back um, for DJ Qualls. I I really liked his that character's style of being a hunter, you know, being very straightforward and mm-hmm. <laughs> not really being into the whole undercover thing where you're just saying, you know, I'm just wondering, is there, are you doing black magic or was this real? Like, just tell me if yeah. I can go. And I, I really liked how straightforward he was. Yeah. Um, he was he was fine. Um I'm not sure Dean needed needed someone else. Why he felt like he needed backup? I agree it's not with like that. It was... What? I don't know if they were just trying to balance the fact that you know Sam was working the case with with Becky, so they had to have a balance of Dean working the case mm-hmm. with somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I I do agree with that as well. I thought it was kind of weird for a hunter who hunted on his own since you know for the since he was. 26, or or mm-hmm. or younger than that, but at least 26, to mm-hmm. suddenly need a sidekick he's never met to have, like, a hunter blind date. It was just odd. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, little, I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know, how did, how did Becky find Sam? The Leviathans can't, but she can? <laughs> Well, and did she find him out in the desert, or did she manage to catch him before he ever got out camping? And no, no, because Sam said, "I'm camping." Um, I I took it to understand. She already. I can't hear you. Sorry. Oh, she had already read the books. And she knew about this yearly trip they take, but she was waiting okay. for it. Like, may have followed him. That would okay. be, that's, the, that's what I assumed, to just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also wonder how on earth she got Sam to her parents' cabin, you know, 6'5". I thought about town. that. <laughs> I thought about Ooh. that. Not a small person, and um, you can see in the in the height differential between the two of them in scenes, she is quite petite. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know. Did she throw him on a dolly and wheel him out? I don't know. <laughs> Did she have? I mean, she didn't seem to have a whole lot of friends. I don't know if Guy helped her the the crossroads demon. She hadn't heard from him until she got right, to the cat right. so. able to get him on the laptop. So she hadn't heard from him. The other thing that didn't, you know, connect or make sense to me is 
before we go to the title card, they're about to get married. When we come back from the title card, Sam and Becky are married. And then mm-hmm. Dean starts firing questions at them. Like, what did he do during the ceremony? Just stand there and go, okay. <laughs> I'll just wait yeah. till this is over, and then I'll and then I'll get answers. I didn't understand that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Though I, Jensen is too funny. Those those facial expressions and oh, his, hilarious. He's he's really he was just wonderful. And I, I, <laughs> I like have to say, uh-huh. What? Go ahead. You're saying. Hello. 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 I I don't know what's up tonight with my phone or some connection. Um, um, I missed what you said. Oh, what I was saying is also, you know, I thought they were both really good as far as the physical acting in this episode. Uh, Jensen playing Dean's facial expressions really well and. Jared playing Sam's body language really well when he would mm-hmm. switch between being under the influence and being back to himself. Mm-hmm. I thought the physical change within, you know, the body language was really, really mm-hmm. admirable. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I <laughs> I kept cracking up that, that Jensen as Dean would, like, Flap his lips so many times, like he was trying to speak, and he just mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't choose the words. You know, I, I don't know. I, it was uh, just some physical comedy, and I thought it was very very funny. You know, Becky's lucky that Sam and Dean didn't like call the police on her, and I think you know because <laughs> she kidnapped and drugged and did God knows what to Sam. <laughs> And then hit him on the head. For the love of Buddha, stop hitting Sam on the head. Oh, my. I thought about the same thing. I mean, you can't just go around giving him head injuries all the time. I I know. Give him head and cut off his oxygen every other episode. Actually, this episode, both, both he was choked and hit over the head. Yes. Like, can't somebody just take out a kneecap or something? <sighs> Poor guy. <laughs> I know. And, you know, if uh, Sam's not going to have to worry about Lucifer in his head. He's going to have so many concussions. <laughs> he just won't remember anything about it, you know, and he'll be like the football players, you know, that have had ten concussions and... And have no short-term memories. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Character-wise, it was really weird for Dean to break the news to Bobby over voicemail like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be so glib about it, just didn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. I maybe he just knew something was up. I think he just and it did and and he wasn't going to give it any kind of weight, maybe or consideration. Like he just felt at the back of his mind that he knows that it just was crazy, you know, and he's going to figure something out. It's not like a a real yeah. wedding would be. <laughs> Maybe that was it. No, no, how did, overall, how did you feel about the episode? Because it's 
very clear how I felt. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, there were some. I guess there were some very very funny parts in it. Um, I think. I think you're right, Becky. I think it's finally gone too far. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at my Twitter, and there's a, <laughs> um, people saying she's just not interesting, <laughs> and she's. Embarrassing. I didn't mind her a couple other episodes. She kind of had her place, the mm-hmm. kind of character she was, and she wasn't even that uh, offensive. Like you said, not everybody represents the same part of fandom, and she was definitely on on one end of fandom. You know, um, you might see a little tiny something in her that's familiar to you that you are, but um, I can't think of anybody in my my network of friends that is exactly like Becky. No. You know, she's she's a little bit the stereotype, you know, the basement living, you know, geeky comic book fan, you know, never had a girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I feel, I feel sorry for her, but you'd think knowing everything she does about Sam and Dean and Supernatural that she would know better than to, you know, uh, uh, Make any kind of deal, try and try and uh, drug Sam or anything like that. She would have known better, would have known what they've been through, and would not have treated them that way. So, and 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 why would you want someone to stay with you that way as a fake, completely fake? Mhm. Well, so. I see. There was also a point where. For this episode, they decided to take her from just, you know, your kind of endearing, lovable geek into the actual level of pathetic Mm -hmm. that I don't find necessary. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we already know she's capable of of maintaining, to some degree, a romantic relationship because she had it with Chuck. Yes. Of maintaining at least online friendships and connections. Mm-hmm. And she can rationalize that sometimes, you know, fans disagree or over you know, don't. She can understand that. So to mm-hmm. take a character that has those aspects and completely just, you know, make her literally pathetic and desperate. Mm-hmm. And and scary, and actually pushed to the point of doing things that are wrong. And I'm sh- and she knew they were wrong. And and like you so, said, it was actually scary because mm-hmm. that was. I mean, yeah. I mean, she she's she's drugged and kidnapped Sam, and she's got him tied up and gagged. She's, she's hit him. She ties him up. She strips his clothing. It's Some all, of it. <laughs> all just too skeevy for me. And if there was a male counterpart to her character, Sam and Dean wouldn't have let it go with a, with a oh, shucks. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and then to have her have that little bit of a connection with Garth made it seem kind of like, like the writers were telling us, you know, stay within your league. 
Mm-hmm. And there were just a lot of yeah. a lot of overtones that made me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, in past episodes, when it's been like, um, it's something that that bugs me. There's been torture scenes, and when it's it's a woman being tortured, she's you know she's naked and strapped down, and mm-hmm. and you know the guys are tortured, but they're like the men fully clothed, you know, and and not nearly the same kind of position. So I don't know if this was a little bit of a reaction to that. You know, she tied him to a bed, but he's still, for our view, fully clothed. We would only know, we only know he has no pants on because he tells us. Mm-hmm, Yeah. It's a little bit of a reaction, but not much of one, and it's a very different situation too. <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's it's not. <coughs> excuse me. Somebody from hell uh, torturing, and there's not a demon torturing uh, Sam. You know, it's it's Becky. <laughs> yeah. So it isn't quite the same. Again, it's these these writers. I mean, sometimes they hit it and they're great, and then sometimes they um, are mean spirited and out of character. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I also <laughs> felt like not just with that that moment, but you know, here you have Dean who has lost the only friend he's ever made because you can't really consider. Sam and Bobby, his friends, because Sam's his brother first, and Dean's his surrogate father. I mean, Bobby's his surrogate father. Mm-hmm. The only real friend he's ever had was, was Castiel, and Castiel uh-huh. gone. betrayed him and is now gone. And then you have Sam turning around and going, oh, you made a friend, <sighs> which was just out of character for Sam anyway. And then to just be that that mean, like, too soon, too soon. Mm-hmm. I, that didn't bother me as much. I just it was just you know a bonus thing to say. But, I felt uh, like in the, um, in the after, like, episode it was just ill placed. Mhm. Yeah. Well, he's certainly well aware that that of what Dean's going through. Um, and you know it was <laughs> it was an awfully light episode compared to what we've been through lately between Amy and Cass, everything in the mentalists, um, which was a great mix of humor and seriousness, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, again, it's it's it's, uh, it's just the way these guys write sometimes. It's like yellow fever, you know, at the end, Dean was trying to. At the end of Yellow Fever, Dean was was trying to say something totally serious, and both Bobby and and uh, Sam, you know, called him oh adorable, you know, like they they didn't pay attention to how he was feeling at the time. And then again in that episode, um, the ghost, the poor man who who'd been um, practically. Um, you know, abused in life and ostracized and then dragged to his death and they had no understanding or or pity for him. 
and the solution was to make him relive what made him eventual ghost to begin with. Yeah, it was awful. So, again, it was, you know, not always the greatest decisions. Um, but overall, in the grand scheme of, of Season 7, I think Season 7 is actually going really, really well. Um, there were some funny moments in this. It was great to see Crowley. Uh, we got a teeny tiny bit of Leviathan information. Um, and uh, the credits with the wedding cake were pretty awesome. I have to say I like the exploding wedding cake. <laughs> I, I did like the exploding wedding cake. Uh, I thought it was a really, it was a really pretty cake. And then yeah, it was. Visual, it was beautiful. Yeah, visual effects-wise, that effect of it blowing up and becoming the title card was awesome. Seamless and mm-hmm. awesome. I really, really mm-hmm. liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm curious when we get to get when we're getting the Impala back. I know. I haven't that expected is... this for for her to be gone this long. I I miss her very very much. I uh, it's it's funny I I didn't want to you know Rick Worthy he was he he mentioned his age so I don't feel so bad um. He he was born the same year as the Impala. Fifty-seven. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I miss her, and at least I think um, being able to bring her up. I wonder where she is. I'm sure she's safe, yeah. but I wonder where she is. <laughs> I do wonder where he ha- where Dean has her stored because you know Bobby's doesn't exist anymore. Mhm. So I don't know if they have her up at Rufus's or in a. Mhm. In some kind of storage. It'd be like. Yeah, it'd be like seeing to have a webcam on her at all times, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like some pet places have. You can keep an eye on your dog or your cat while they're staying there. Like I can see her having one. Um, from Dean to keep an eye and make sure baby's okay, and I, I, I wouldn't blame him at all. Oh, and I do wonder if he ever took the rims from the Leviathan Impala. Mm-hmm. Did he ever get his hands on the rims? Um, I I wonder where that car is because that would be a good fake out car. Mm-hmm. You know, they could actually use it. You know, for something. Parts and nothing else, but. I do find it odd that they went the route of actually hiding the Impala instead of just changing the plates this time. Because while a 67 Impala isn't commonplace on the road, it's also not unusual considering the condition Dean keeps her in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I find that decision to be interesting, and I wonder if when she comes back, if she'll have new plates again. Yeah. I hope and, so, because... On a continuity, yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, they ought to do something like that. Maybe Texas plates this time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hate that personally. <laughs> Although we don't, we don't have oh. a pretty license plate down here, so you don't what? We don't have a pretty license plate, so oh. Well, Ohio is pretty plain. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Ohio plates, but. Ours is just not as plain. It doesn't look too much different, to be honest. Uh, 
I don't know. I've seen Texas plates that I like. Lone Star with Big Sky. Those are neat. Yeah, you can um, get those, a, the custom ones. You can get those, but like mine on my new car, it's just a plain white, little bit of little bit of a star. Oh, okay. Um, we've got less than a minute left. We want to definitely say thank you again to Rick Worthy, uh, who was an awesome guest. You were so much fun. I hope to have you back again soon, because you're back as the Alpha Bam. That would be the greatest. Um, we. Uh, uh, Again, you can find us by uh, listening to the – I'm so sorry, I'm a little tangled up here. Uh, you can listen to us on blogtalkradio.com, Media Boulevard. Uh, even if the show's over, you can download us with iTunes. You can go to winchesterbros.com, click on the Winchester Radio icon. Please check our Facebook and Twitter, winchesterbros.com. We um, uh, might still have – we have charities are going for Team Levi and St. Jude's. And I think that's it. Thanks. A quick reminder, uh, the Team Levi uh, for the Buddy Walk, that does end tomorrow. So if you were going to donate, get your donations in. Um, there was an, oh, and don't forget to vote in the PCA Awards. People's Choice yeah, Awards, guys. Like I said, vote. vote early, vote often. You can retweet those votes. Um, actually, it looks like we could keep recording a little bit here, but... Um, I think I think we're good. Is there any other business? Anything else we need to add? I believe that's it. Okay. Well, thanks, Benny. Good evening. We'll miss you tomorrow. <laughs> I will talk to you next week. <laughs> What's that? I will talk to you next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, uh, all our listeners. We had fun. And tomorrow we have Ben Hollingsworth on the podcast. Uh, Becky will be here. Uh, our Becky, not show Becky. <laughs> um, she will not have kidnapped uh, anyone. Fortunately, we're going to miss Vinny, but Ben Hollingsworth, uh, Father Andrew from Divine will be on. And that is 4.30 Eastern time. And, of course, you can check the website, Facebook and Twitter, for all the details on that. And we look forward to that call tomorrow. All right. That's it for tonight. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.